okay, okay, okay. PG, PG. <laughs> we're back, guys. We're back. <laughs> Welcome back to Scottish and Scared. I'm Stephanie. I'm Shannon. And we were just giggling and laughing. Like <laughs> we always do. About a wee song that's just stuck oh. in our heads now, and I kind of get it. Oh, it's so funny. The Joel Corey Head and Heart, if anyone's heard that. Great song. Banging. It's our song. <laughs> oh, so. What a week it's been. Oh. What a week it's been. <laughs> You'll probably know that in previous podcasts I've said that I don't um, I don't drink. And <laughs> I didn't drink for almost two years. <laughs> well, that's a fucking lie now. Because <laughs> we've been pissed the last two weekends. <sighs> we had a very big family party two weeks ago. And I drank at that. I was ill for a whole entire week. Yep, because it was an inflatable tent with 40 people in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> thought I had coronavirus. <laughs> Legit thought I had coronavirus. I woke up and I couldn't taste, couldn't smell. It was bad. It was, real, <laughs> it was really, really bad. Then, thought it was an amazing idea. To go day drinking. To go day, no, no. Friday. I went day drinking. We went day drinking. <laughs> and then on Saturday, we went day drinking. So for the past two days, whoa. It's been awful. <laughs> it was eventful. Like you, you just ever have the days where you, you, you look around and you think, you regret the like you just regret everything every decision, every decision. that you've ever made. <laughs> that is exactly what's happened to me in the past two days, and this is why I don't drink, Shannon. <laughs> well, don't blame me. More I just asked you. once. I'm not blaming you. Before we get any anything else, as I said at the start of every episode, we are going to tell a story about our dear Uncle Tom Ooh. because he asked us not to. So but obviously funny. we are complete rebels, and we're going to do it anyway. <laughs> Here we go. But this story is called I like to call it the Fly. <laughs> So when we were ten, eight, we were staying with an Auntie Betty, like we always did on a Saturday, and I had just watched The Fly, not the original Fly, the one with Jeff Goldblum in it, and it was absolutely horrifying. So I was scared. I don't know why a ten-year-old would watch that. Because it was me. I know. And Tommy used to make it do it anyway. So I went up the stairs and a fly <laughs> flew and went into my mouth and I swallowed it. That was just my reaction. I swallowed it. <laughs> and I went downstairs like, Betty, Tom, I've swallowed a fly. <laughs> to which my Uncle Tom replied, oh no, Stephanie, you know what that means now. You're going to turn into a fly. Immediately, the, the movie about the fly popped in my brain. <laughs> I was absolutely horrified. I was sobbing. I've never seen you cry so much. <laughs> I was like, I don't sad. want to turn into a fly. <laughs> It might be it was trying not to laugh at me, but at the same time she was trying to comfort me. And she's like, You're not gonna turn into a fly. I was like, I'm a, Uncle Tom said I'm gonna turn into a fly. So I had all these horrifying visions of the bit in the there's a bit in the fly oh, where like his face peeling her stuff. It. I was like, Oh my god, oh my god And I was like, I would go and look in the mirror. Every two like, seconds. Oh my god, am I turning into a fly? <laughs> Nevertheless, she did not turn into no, a fly. No, like, actually I, I did. I'm I'm actually a human sized fly. <laughs> a little fly on the wall. <laughs> my auntie Betty had to sleep beside me that night. And she had to play with my hair and she had to scratch my back to get me to go to sleep because that's how absolutely traumatising upset I was. <laughs> and then the next morning when I woke up and I wasn't a fly, I was like, ah. But that's another story from our Uncle Tom who completely horrified us growing up. I know. I love Uncle Tom. The fly. There are so many more. No, the fly is the most <laughs> horrifying one. I for you. <laughs> oh, God. That was awful. So that is this episode's story of our Uncle Tommy. Love ya. We hope you like it. I know. I mean, apologise for the swearing, but... Well, that was another thing that I was going to bring up. <coughs> I have it in my notes. We have been shirked for swearing 
on this podcast, our Auntie Betty, who is a very elderly woman. She doesn't <laughs> like the swearing. But I'm really sorry, Auntie Betty, but when we're not in your house, we do swear. Yeah, very much I don't so. want to ruin the illusion. That we're angels. That we're angels. But we are most definitely not. In your head, just pretend that we are still angels, okay? Yep. Please. I, don't, I actually don't think she'll listen to this because I don't think she knows how to work iTunes or any <laughs> platform that plays podcasts or anything like that so I don't have to have to worry but for anybody else out there who doesn't like swearing here in Scotland swearing is like second nature literally it's just a thing like as Billy Connolly says the comedian Scottish people use swearing as punctuation Aye. and that is exactly right it just it emphasises what we're trying it's to like say it's like the F-U-C-K word it so, comes in constant yep so we're really sorry if I swear and offend you but you know so it's not my problem no get with it so Shannon I wanted to tell you something okay so for the past two weeks now right I've been having dreams about washing babies what yep the first time I had washing babies washing babies so what do you mean washing babies I'm going to tell you so when I the first dream I had was this baby it's not my baby it was um I had this baby and it was, I had to go in a bath. So I had it in the bath and I was washing it and everything was fine. It was a pure, like, happy dream. And then I had another dream that I was washing another baby that needed to be washed, but it was a different, completely different baby. And then I had another dream where I was at the beach and I was washing a baby in the ocean, like, bathing it. I wasn't drowning them or anything. I was just, uh, so, so, I thought that's weird. If I think it's the same thing, right? So I googled it. I just naturally... This is what it says. Dreams about bathing a baby are indicative of future creative problem solving. You might invent an innovative answer to a difficult circumstance you could currently be suffering from. The podcast. Oh! I thought that was very strange. So I keep having dreams. Also, I would like anybody out there to answer and let us know what this means. Every single time I look at the clock, it's double digits. You always say that? No, every single time. I've actually was going to start taking screenshots. But then I thought, why? People are just going to think that I've Weird. sat and waited until <laughs> it was 1919 and then I clicked. But like, I'll get, every time I look at the time, it'll be like 1919, 2020, 11, 11. Aye. It's never just... Mm. No, it's, it's weird. I don't know what that means. I don't know. And when you look it up, it says all these different things about messages from angels. But they all mean different things. So see, like, see if you see a specific like 11, 11 or... time, mm-hmm. it means this. If you see this time, but then I'm seeing it with all the times. So what does that mean? <laughs> You've got all these angels coming after you. I hope it's angels, no devils. So if anybody out there that's listening to this knows what that means, let me know. The new. I'd be Thanks. very interested to know what that means. It's really annoying because every time I look at the clock, I'm like, because it's oh. double digits. What does that mean? Well, maybe I'm in a simulation. I don't know. I don't know. But can you remember when we were sitting in the living room yeah. last week okay. and your dad yawned? No, I yawned and then. You, your daddy on <laughs> and you just sat there barefaced and stared at me <laughs> through the eyes and said do you know people who don't yawn are psychos <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> what like, so Sharon yawned and then my dad yawned and then I didn't yawn she stared at me right and I looked eyes. right I looked right the eyes and as I, said, I yawned do you know that people that don't yawn after someone else yawns are supposed to be psychopaths because when you yawn, it's like... You feel emotion. empathy mm-hmm. that you're feeling for that other person because they're tired, so you yawn as well. And 
she felt I didn't realise that when I said it to you that I didn't yawn. <laughs> She's like, oh, and I was like, you did not yawn there. She's like, what? And I was like, you didn't yawn. So, I mean, you could say I'm a psychopath. I don't think I'm a psychopath. I think that's... Mm, could be. Give me one example of a thing that makes me a psychopath. We are Why are you looking at me? Because we're meant to keep this PG stuff. Oh, no, I'm scared what you want to say. <laughs> I'm getting on. <laughs> I don't know. Just that. It was the way I just looked at her, like, dead. Oh, you, you were staring at her right in the eyeballs. You never even blinked. Do you know people who don't yawn are psychopaths? I'm not a psychopath. You yawned earlier and I yawned. See? No, you didn't. I did? I don't think you did. Though. I said, see, I yawned. No, I don't like it. Well, another exciting thing that's happened to us this week is... Um, <laughs> squeaky chair moment. Squeaky chair moment. I say exciting. I don't mean exciting. I mean absolutely horrifying. Is... <laughs> oh, no, don't. What was that? Our area has been inundated with um, oh no flying ants. <laughs> it's like that time of year where they're mating, so like they are everywhere, and they like they be like mating and flying through the air at the same time. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> and they were like me and Shannon walked from our house to uh, Friday from our house to our aunt's house, which is like a twenty minute walk, half an hour, uh-huh. and it's like it's all greenery. So they were just. <laughs> I was getting. F- basically, I can't even say it. It's so wrong. Can't say it. It's fine. It's marked as explicit. <laughs> I feel like I was getting fucked in the face. <laughs> they were just coming like we torpedoes, like smacking right off your head. But I wasn't gonna get attacked by them. I was just. They weren't bothering you. I was just dawdling along, fine. And Shannon is, if you don't know Shannon, she's extremely dramatic. No, I'm not. Yeah. She's so over the top and she's like, she's screaming in the street, screaming, oh my God, they've got me. And then there was one in her hair. Stephanie, it's in my hair. No wonder it was pure attacking me. So, I don't know about anybody else's areas or if it's a Scotland thing or a Glasgow thing, I don't know. But they were absolutely oh. everywhere. Dope it. But Stephanie said like when they're mating, like, obviously the two of them are on top of each other, but the two of them are flying at my face. So say if you want to do your business, date elsewhere. So flying into people, there's no need for that. Like... I'm feeling really harassed right uh-huh, now. I really did feel harassed. Really, really harassed. It was awful. I never want to experience that again. When, when they're joined together, like now you see them and they're dead Aye, but why didn't they be basically in your face? That's two joined together. I know. And then they fly through the air. I got torpedo speak, <laughs> running in circles and just smack at me. One went am I? so I felt really assaulted is how I felt about it. But it was in my hair and everything. I felt, oh, I felt violated. No, that's what the word violated by a fly. I felt violated. That's the word I was looking for. Another thing. Oh, there's been so many. Like, actually. Another thing I would like to speak about because I have, oh. Who likes Lilt. Oh, that's that. I've it's got fucking that. disgusting. No, it's not. Disgusting. It is. It's disgusting. It was one of his. It was one of his. <laughs> it's the most vile. How? You know what? I'm going to Google Lilt right now and I'm going to read the description. Why? Because it's vile. It's not. It's actually really, really refreshing when you're hungover. Don't judge me. Oh, it's only sell here in the UK and Ireland. Ah. And Gibraltar and the Seychelles. That's the only four places they sell it. And? That's insane. I thought it was like a universal thing. No. Right, so Lilt, if you're not from any of the four places, is like, they advertise it as a totally tropical taste. Oh, it's banging, honestly. See, if you want to have a wee drink, a bit of vodka in there. Crushed ice. Don't drink if you're underage. Yeah, don't do that. 
they, they advertise it as totally tropical taste. It's got a pineapple in the front of it. Wait, let, let's just clear one thing up. It does not taste like pineapple. It's pineapple grapefruit. Right, well, it tastes like grapefruit. 100% mm. is bitter as any. Aye, it's good. It's bitter as you like. Pineapple. I am bitter, okay? Well, well we know. Doesn't <laughs> it taste like pineapple? No, I don't. No. What, I, don't, I like it. It's vile. It's not. Let us know, guys. Do you like Lil? Yeah. Hopefully there is someone out there. I do know people that like it. I used to work with a girl who used to get it every time she got a chippy. Oh no. I just get but it on see, whole thought mostly. of grease and that mixture of that grease of the chippy and that drink together. Mm-hmm. That makes me feel physically ill. Get any like to shake around. Yes. Go on. The fact that you didn't know what a day for the ducks meant. <laughs> like what? So random. No, but how did you not know what that meant? When I said it to you? When you said a day for... Right, so here it was... Torrential rain here, thunderstorms. <laughs> Shannon looks out the window and goes, Oh, it's a day for the ducks. And I'm like, What? So then I look out, I see the rain, I put two and two together. I mean, I understand it, right? <laughs> but I've never heard somebody say that before. Really? It's a day for the ducks. What does that mean? Well, ducks like, they're always outside, don't they? They no are. They like the rain? The they particularly like the rain? Aye, they must. It's a day for the ducks. I know they've got, they've got like an oil on their feathers. So see when they're in the water, it runs off their backs. Mm hmm. You know when you've got oil on your skin? No. And you get water on it? No one asked for knowledge oh. there about ducks. <laughs> and another thing I found out about this week is the Glasgow effect. Aye. Have you got that there? Yeah. I've not got anything about it, but I was going to ask you. <laughs> so the Glasgow effect refers to the low life expectancy and poor health of residents of Glasgow. Oh. Compared to the rest of the United Kingdom and Europe. <laughs> so we have the higher death, like, death average. Like for, I think it's in... Between thirty and your thirties and forties. Really? Mm-hmm. That's when people die. Here. That's madness. They say it's because of like the dullness of the city, and like the I don't know. That's how they they say they when I tried to read about it, it was like it's just a dreary city and it's like dead depressed. I was like, Aye. I've never walked no. around Glasgow and thought this place is heavy depressing. We actually have a mine. Aye. But it's not that big, that like if you were in. Plus, everybody that I know has lived. Well, look at. We've still got aunties and uncles, and great aunties and uncles, grandpas and grandpas that mm-hmm. are still alive. Very, very weird. And lastly, I would like to say a massive, massive shout out to my good friend John's wife, Lisa, because mm-hmm. she has been the most supportive person ever. She's about been so our cute, man. She's made us feel like superstars and she's motivated us to keep going. Mm-hmm. She listens to us all the time, she's listened to us more than once. She loves it. And I just want to say thank you, Lisa. Thank you. For being our number one, one and only fan. <laughs> we love you. We love you. We'll send you a sticker. Yeah. We got your postcard made. <laughs> oh. But that's, that's it for now. The Grim Reaper. The Grim Reaper? Thanks, Stephanie. Going to give us context on this because... Okay. When we were in Florida... Oh, for In God's 2005. Sake. We were what? We stayed in Me in Florida across from this wee old town. We were walking down, but one side was like a pure, this wee spooky, like wee end, and the other side was just all these lights and all nice. So every day that we went down, I would always notice this big Grim Reaper guy standing with a big <laughs> hook thing, dressed in no, black. It was a scythe. He had a, a scythe. scythe. Aye, that. Awful. <laughs> I don't care. It was in the Grim Reaper with a hook. I don't know what it's called. A scythe. No, it's a scythe, okay. <laughs> and then, uh, that time we walked in. So, the Grim, when she says Grim Reaper, she means a man that had face paint 
on that looked nothing like the Grim Reaper man. I was eight. You keep saying you, what ages you were when these things happened. No wonder. I was a child. So it was, a, it was a scare attraction. Mm-hmm. It was like a wee haunted house thing where it was like, it was tiny. Mm-hmm. But they had this guy standing outside. The wee the doorway bit. And to then try we... and get people to come in. And he was dressed up as the Grim Reaper. <laughs> and then we walked in one day and my auntie, Stephanie, my uncle and all that were trying to like take my mind off. We were walking down that side and I literally got to like from here to literally two steps in front of me and realised that he was in front of me. Stopped, about turned and ran all the way back down the other side and left. And she was absolutely terrified. I couldn't do it. And it was just a man with like makeup on. Or black on. It was And I he had remember. like the typical Grim Reaper cloak. It was horrible. With a scythe. And he was <clears> getting <throat> pictures taken. I'm pretty sure I got my pictures taken. I think you did. Stand I did. Now I was off. He asked me to stand in his coffin. And I stood in his coffin and got a picture taken. While Sharon is running around the other side. I'm off. It just, that, do you know what? That actually summarises me and you in one incident. Ah. When faced with scary shit, I'm like, I need to get a picture with this shit. I'm off. You, you're off. You're like, I'll see you later. I, but I like to see it, but since I was eight, so see now, I've kind of like got a wee bit more bold. I'm like, right, I'm going to come, I'm going to stone. Right, okay. <laughs> so we'll see about that. We will. We're In going October. to Florida next year, so we're going to Halloween Horror Nights if everything's back to normal. So I was... Hopefully. I'm going to video it. I'm going to show it to everybody. Yep. <laughs> and give them a dollar to make them holler. No, we don't want to talk about that. That's, that's just no funny. That's traumatising. Today's episode, Sharon. Would you like a clue? Yes. That'll be our thing now. We'll get you a clue at the start. Okay. Right. You like these supernatural things. Mammoth. You know, oh, God, no. You know how I like werewolves? Oh. <gasps> you like... Uh, no. <laughs> oh, my God, this is my heat. No, it's not vampires. It's vampires. <laughs> oh, right, tell me more. Come on. <laughs> what you Oh, no, it's in my heat as well, no. Oh, I don't know. I'm so excited. I'm excited. Sharon's just peed on the fire. <laughs> <laughs> so, in Dumfries and Galloway, oh. there is a small town called Loch Maben. Mm-hmm. It is the home of Loch Maben Castle. Mm. Now, you can still visit the castle today, okay. but it is in ruins in some parts, and some parts are off limits because they are unsafe. Okay. Throughout the years, the castle was home to many lords, kings, and queens. More famously, Robert the Bruce, who oh, is said yeah. to have been born there. Uh-huh. Said to, I don't know if he was. Or not. It's very debatable. Okay. So there are a lot of strange things reported at these ruins. They are supposedly very, very haunted. So with the people that lived and died there, that's really not that surprising. Yeah. Now there is one strange thing in particular, Shannon, that I would like to talk about today. Yes. And here we will get into the story. There is a tale (laughs) (laughs) that one night the Bruce family sheltered a tired traveller who then went on to bite a member of the family, turning him into a vampire. (gasps) This said vampire supposedly lives in the dense forest that surrounds the castle and is still there to this very day. So obviously, as the years went on, people died, the castle kind of started to go into disrepair. This vampire was still like chilling in the castle and he decided oh, I'll just jump out the window into the forest. And that's apparently where he lives now. So That's a bit freaky. So one man claims to have seen the vampire in person. And this man is Tom Robertson. 
1991, he was contacted by the locals of Loch Mabin as there was growing concern within the community because they were finding animal carcasses in the forests around the castle. So Tom Robertson is a, he's a paranormal investigator, right. that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. So Tom decided to do a little investigating Ooh. and see what he could find. He packed up his things and he and his wife Margaret drove to the castle with the plan to stay overnight in the car. Right. I bet they did. Oh, in the middle of the <laughs> in the middle of the night, Tom decided to take a casual stroll through the woods, oh, leaving why? Margaret in the car. Okay, Tom, why? I know why. Why would you get out of the car in the middle of the night and walk in the forest and leave her in there when there's a vampire on the list? Um, I like vampires. But I want to drink one. your blood. <laughs> I want to come. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Now we know why Tom got out of the car. Thanks oh, for that shit. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, God. I always take it that step too far. I'm crying a wee bit. <laughs> it's emotional. It's emotional. So as he's walking through the trees, looking around to see if he'd see what's killing these poor animals, he sees something. Oh. About 15 feet in front of him, he sees, quote, the most hideous sight, a walking, de- decomposing corpse. Oh, but that's not, but see, but, well, I've only watched like Vampire Diaries, I've only got the story of Vampire, but... I mean, I think the chances of you seeing a real vampire are very slim to none, to be honest. I don't know. Oh, unless we go to Loch Maven, which we, which will do. Can we go? But do I go at night time? No, I mean, you're oh. going to go up there in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going you're to going say, to... I want to drink your blood, and you're going to say... <laughs> Please don't go, Stephanie. Oh, that's so fucking weird. No, but that's kind of shit I would do. See, if the two of us were there, I'd be like, Shannon, I'm just going to take a wee stroll. No, you'd do what Uncle Tommy did, come back and start whacking the motor right, or something, and I would it. shit myself. You are right. You are 100% right. I would climb under the car and all that. I'd be like, ooh. No, you'd climb on top of it and start banging it, going, ah. <laughs> what a lovely image you paint of me. No wonder. So this is what he said he seen. Most right. hideous sight, I walk in decomposing <laughs> corpse. And what you've just said there, I don't envision a vampire to look like that. No, it would be normal, but it'd be free. I had to be free. Vampires are unreal, so we I don't know what they're meant to look I'm like. just got my originals in Vampire Diaries. So. <laughs> so you think they should look like Damon Salvador or that, what you're saying? Oh, oh my God, stop it. Stop it right now. And then you would be in the car going, I want to drink <laughs> I want to now. Right, get away from this, get away from it. We need to stop. Bring it back. Stop, stop, stop. Stop it now. Too rude. So this is Tom's description of the creature. Its face was as grey as granite. <coughs> oh god, this is this is gonna be so hard to get through because I'm just gonna keep thinking about it now. It was <laughs> like, want to it's drink like your the, blood. It's like the, the fact you keep doing this with your hand every time you say that. So I keep putting my hand up <laughs> on my face that like I keep going, I want to drink your blood. <laughs> oh, I'm just thinking that never mind. Never mind. Right. It's like the conjuring around again. Oh Jesus, if anyone listened to that episode, I really did think you need to go back and do So its face was grey as granite its eyes black as coal the skin seemed transparent except for the purple veins protruding from the creature's dead withered tissue it was tall but round shouldered and a hood was pulled over its head dressed in sacking whatever that means sacking? vampire the word popped into my head the creature suddenly took flight springing up onto a branch and gliding from tree to tree like Tarzan on steroids end quote so that's what he said it looked like what? No. I wouldn't think vampire. I would think, to me, that sounds like a skinwalker. 
Or a Wendigo. That's that. But then, would they jump like that? I don't know. I've never seen one. But I don't I'm know what they are. Like, in the stories. Don't, don't worry, we'll cover it. Yes. But when I hear that, that's that's what I envision in my head. Hmm. Anyway. So he sees this, turns, and gets the fuck out of there. Like a normal person would do. Mm-hmm. Poor Margaret is just sleeping in the car while Tom's... <laughs> Tom's off, Lester. No, Tom's out in the woods, being attacked by a vampire, oh, and she's attacked. just lying. Well, he's just he's just seen it, and it's just flew up into the trees. And I thought it flew up in the trees and went away. You never said it attacked him. No, he turned and ran oh. towards the car. But this whole time, poor Margaret's been lying in the car, sleeping. Oh my! God. Probably listening to Abba Abba. Oh, dancing queen, young. So after this incident, Margaret went on to have a very serious series of strokes. Which sadly she never really recovered from. Aww. I know this pushed Tom sure. to end his career as a ghost hunter and take care of his wife full time, which that's, that's nice. a lovely thing to do. Yeah, good guy. She then went on sadly to die eight years later. After Margaret had passed, Tom was able to go back to his ghost hunting and decided he wanted to revisit Lot Raven and try and find this creature one oh. last time. Oh Jesus. This time, Tom camped out in the woods. And camped? Aye, camped this time. Psychopath. See if you want to talk about psychopaths, that's a psychopath. Aye, that is a psychopath. I wouldn't even do that. Camped out in the woods most of the night, and he really never saw anything or heard anything unusual. Then, he noticed a shadow. <gasps> Tom said, quote, It was the vampire, stooped over like a hunchback. It stopped and turned its head towards me. It glared at me with evil intensity. This grotesque beast looked like it had crawled out of the grave. This time he managed to snap a photograph of the creature, which is up on our Instagram, so go check that out and let us know what you think it is. I personally think it looks like a homeless man with a black bag on as a a jacket. A jacket. A coat. (laughs) It doesn't look like a vampire to me. Nah. What does that look like to you? That does look like... See when they bad It looks like... jacket things you get... Like an anorak. Aye. It looks like an anorak. It looks like somebody standing with an anorak on. In a pair of brown jeans. <laughs> he may guys be a vampire, guys, but, you know, you can still look suave. Mm-hmm. Aye, it just kind of anyway. looks like... It actually does... Do you know what it looks like? It looks like something hanging from a tree. Mm-hmm. Like the brown bit that looks like bark. I don't know. I think that's very suspicious. Weird. So this is where the story kind of takes a bit of a mad turn. And when I say mad turn, I mean a mad turn. Because what I'm about to say here, you're never going to expect that I'm going to say. Tom had a female friend who was a journalist in America. And she picked up this story and printed it. Shortly after that, he received a letter in the mail, which was postmarked New Orleans. (gasps) I know you love New Orleans. Aye. Oh my God, I love it. It was from a woman called Mary Grant and she had read the article and wanted to know if it was possible for Tom to go catch this creature alive. Why? In 2002, Tom then received a phone call from someone with an American accent. This mysterious voice apparently said, This is your little friend. I hope you can help me. You'll have got my letters from Mary. I really need help, please. Tom claims the voice was very effeminate, almost childlike. Familiar to him, but he couldn't place it. He asked who it was, and and the line went dead. Then he had a light bulb moment and claims the voice was no other than. I'm not going to say it. Margaret. Do you think you know who it is? Margaret. No. 
do you think you know his? No. Voice was very effeminate, almost childlike. As a celebrity. I don't know. It was Michael Jackson. Shut up. Serious. Well, he says it's Michael Jackson. What? So basically, Michael Jackson's team wanted to find the vampire. Right. For him. Because, as you know, like, vampires are meant to have the power of eternal life. Like, and if you become a vampire, you, Michael don't, Jackson. you don't die. You live on forever is the state that you're in. Aye. So apparently, Michael Jackson's team reached out to Tom to ask if he could find this vampire. They could take it back to America and he could try and mm-hmm. get some sort of hanging for eternal life yet. That's weird. What the fuck? That's fried. Michael Jackson? But they say now you can get vampire facials. Have you seen that? And it's actually like wee pins. That's when they roll that thing around uh-huh. your skin and it like takes fey. When they asked him to go and find this beast, obviously he's, he's, already, he's seen it once, he's took a photograph, Tom was quoted as saying, I never went back to Loch Leben, nor should you. There is a creature slinking around in those woods, being for blood. Mm-hmm. That's what he was quoted as saying. Right. That's what he told me when that's his team. Aye. In February 2012, a DeFries-based paranormal group called Mostly Ghostly, which right. is a really cool fucking name. Uh-huh. I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> took it upon themselves to look into these claims of a vampire stalking the grounds of Loch Leven mm-hmm. Castle. Although Tom had vowed to never return to the castle, he was enlisted to help the team out, and he obliged. But nothing further has been found, and the creature has never been seen since. When was that? So last around twelve. Two thousand twelve. Hmm. So that's not maybe vampire. But do you think he's maybe still there? But you never know. But like he could just be. Well, hiding if he's maybe. a vampire, right? So this is the one thing I don't get about the story. Why is it a vampire? What about that story you said, vampire? I know true. When I hear what maybe vampire, I thought, oh, somebody's been bit. Aye, there's gonna be male like, attacks or something. There's no mean nothing. Literally, mentioned. all that happened was animals are being killed, killed in the woods, which is pretty normal. Yep, by other animals, probably and a wolf then, or something. I don't know how native wolves are, but just in general, Aye. there's foxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's been the attacks. And there's been the hospital cases. And the the only thing that's happened is that this guy has went, said he's seen it, took a picture, took a picture, which is a questionable picture. And that's it. And that's it. Because not if he's come back with any marks or anything. No. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. But it's quite suspicious that she had strokes. Well, that's quite weird that after that, they seen it, that happened. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that could is have it just, really? Aye, that could have just been... We literally sound so bad. Like, see at the end of every one of these episodes, we were just like, debunk, debunk, debunk. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <clears throat> but I just think that's weird. Like, why did the word vampire... Or because of the story, obviously, the Bruce family saying that somebody was bitten. Aye, but then there was not no other But that could have cases. been a zombie. Could be a zombie. Oh, could Apocalypse. be a zombie that's walking about. No, because it was swinging through trees, and it was jumping. It leaped. I don't know what. Or was it was tar- Tarzan on steroids. Once again, I'm not saying that Tom's a liar. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's just a bit far fetched. I think if there was a vampire living in the woods, I think a lot more people would see it. It'd be a lot more media coverage, probably. There probably wouldn't be because things like that don't aren't interesting enough on the news. Well, you just better get. But I'd be really interested to see if there's anybody else that investigates it and sees anything. I would like or to go. Or knows anything. I would like to go. Why go? I don't really want to spend the night in the woods, but... No, I'm not spending the night in the woods. I don't want I've done that before, and let me tell you something. There's nothing scarier than spending the night in the woods. I wouldn't like that. Nothing scarier. 
<laughs> and the castle that's still there, they do like tours and stuff there at the castle. Oh, do they? And they're meant to the ca- well, I say castle, it's more like, it's more like ruins. It's like, aye, there's only bits. But it's meant to be mega haunted. And ghosts are seen, noises, horses are heard. Horses? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. That's weird. So I'd really like to go and do a tour. Do a wee tour of that. That'd we've just funky. got a list here of things. I know. It's, it's getting bigger. Do you know what? That's what we're doing, but we've got a list here, and we'll just, every time we're just going to write on it, a place that we go, and every episode that we cover that's here in Scotland, we will endeavour to go. go and visit and document it. See what's happening. Yes. Imagine we went to every place and we actually found the thing that we were talking about. I know. Like the Loch Ness Monster. Okay. The little eel in the water. <laughs> <laughs> just when I said horses there, you know how we're, when I used to live in Powfoot Street? Mm-hmm. Right. See there? Yeah. See one day, I went to my mum and I says, Mum, I've just heard horses out there. And I was like, what do you mean you just heard? Uh, you know how obviously when you hear a horse, you hear the clip, you hear the clip in the clop? Aye. The, the hoofs, that's what I heard. So I looked at the window thinking, it'd be like a police horse uh-huh. or something. Nothing. And it, I didn't think anything. My mum was like, well, it's funny you say that because see where that house is built? It's built above um, stables. That, that used to be stables where that was. Oh, that, that, the bend? See where that big estate Aye. is? That used to be stables. And I heard a horse, a ghost horse. Oh my god, that's creepy. People must think you're a fucking liar. No, not one hundred percent serious. I heard a ghost horse. Okay. So I've heard a ghost horse. I've got a a wee man that comes in your room. I've got a wee person that hangs about with me. Wee Jack. Wee Jack. I've got wee Jack that hangs about with me. Jack high five and you not. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> I've got that. How come you don't have any scary ghost stories? I only have that one in my room. Is that it? I think so. How boring are you? I don't know if I get it. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, something's got that scratching or something there. <laughs> oh, there's a ghost coming for me now. There's my ghost story. Do you want me to tell you a ghost story? Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you a ghost story every episode, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if this is a ghost story, but it's fucking weird. So see how I was living with my nan and my grandpa? And my grandpa was fishing one weekend, so I was in his room. Mm-hmm. And I was lying in bed and I turned the light on his bedside lamp mm-hmm. and it went right oh. like that and it just blew up but obviously that could just be a light blown up right Aye. so that was fine but it freaked me out because of the noise and I'm like, then two seconds later my nana's house phone starts um, you know how when you press the buttons on a house phone it goes beep 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 Aye. oh any phone really all I could tell was beep 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 so I thought she was phoning somebody but it, it was the longest number known to man. It just kept going beep, beep. And I, so I got up and I'm like, what the fuck is she doing? I was making sure she had another stroke. Aye. I was like, Nana, oh, what no. are you doing? And she's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, where is where does the phone? And she's like, what phone? I was like, listen. So the two of us went into the hall and stood at the top of the stairs. And stayed the house phone in the living room. It was going beep, beep, beep. And all the buttons were getting pressed. So she's like, oh my God, I'm not going down there. I went, I'm not fucking going down there. <laughs> so I made her go down. Oh. Poor I, Nana. I know, I made my 67 year old Nana go down, I don't care. <laughs> Get down the stairs. I was like, Nana, I'm not going down there because the lamp had just blew and then all I could do was beep, 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 and the phone. And I was like, she's mm. like, oh, the battery's low. I ain't bothering Nana. I was like, how do you explain the fucking lamp? fucking house is low. It's so like, that lamp always does that. I think it's trying to tell you something. So there's a ghost story for you, Shannon. Well, that's quite creepy. That is, oh. I've got hundreds of ghost stories. I've not many. I've got hundreds. I don't have any I, I don't call them ghost stories because they're just things that happen and I'm like, uh, oh, that's weird. Well, another time I was lying in my bed and I moved my leg uh-huh. and I cut my leg and I was like what the fuck and I put the, the blanket back and there was a bit of glass in my bed just a random bit of glass 
but it was like mirrored I was like what the fuck so I was asking like my boyfriend at the time I was like have you smashed a glass or something he's like no so later on that day I was on the phone to my nan and I was like oh I've cut my leg and she's like how is that bit of glass in my my bed don't know how it got there don't know Aye. and she's like no fucking way and I'm like what she was like Maggie smashed a mirror in her house today the whole mirror shattered into pieces and she did it she never dropped it it was on the wall like it was hanging on our, our wall and it just fell what? off the wall shattered into a million pieces just fell off the wall and shattered and then I had like a random bit of mirrored glass in my bed that's right oh my god I was like that's so creepy that's so weird. and then when we went to my nan's the same day she had like a frame above where her chair was Aye. in the living room and it, I had bought them this thing that was like about nanas and grandas it was a poem mm-hmm. and I, she put it in this frame and she put it up above the chair and see the glass for the frame it was going like this out of the frame and it was going to fall on my nana and I said nana that glass is falling and she went oh so it is and she had to get up, had to take it off the wall and put the glass back in so that was three different houses in the same family that had glass smash for any reason that's right and they say when glass right okay I'm just going to put this out here I come from a family where I would, uh, we have Romany gypsies. Um, like my great great granddad uh, was like a Romany gypsy. Mm-hmm. So anytime something weird like that happens, my my nan always says, "Oh, that's your gypsy blood." Blood coming that's out of your gypsy blood. She always says. So I don't know if it's something to do with that. All these fucking weird things that happen. That's mad. But they just happen. Like we don't say, "Oh my god, look I what happened." We just, just talk about it, and she's like, "Oh, that's see, sh- sh- that's probably happened to me, and I've not noticed. I've probably got on it. No, you will. Imagine that. And you'll put it in your fucking show notes, and you'll tell me. I'm like Stephanie. I'll be cut. They're cutting me, <laughs> fucking bitches. They're after me. <laughs> the ghosts. Oh, that's it, guys. It's a lot more than vampire. Don't know why it's called a vampire. Neither Don't know that. why. Because it never brought anybody apart from that wee Bruce family. But did it? Or did one of the ones just pet another one? Well, that's a fable. We don't know if that actually happened. I know. It didn't. I don't think it did. So you don't believe in a lot more than vampire? No. 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 So if we went to a lot I want to go and see. And I'll be able to tell then. I want to suck your blood. I want to suck your blood. Why do you keep doing this with your hand? Have you never seen when they do vampires and they always do that with a cloak on their face? Mm, no. What? Can you just go say, ah! No. Oh, yeah. I'm going to Google vampire. No, you know how when you see a vampire and it goes like, it pulls its cloak in front of its face? Am I like the only person here that knows what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. No. I. See? Oh, that's like we cartoon vampires. Shut up. No. I knew what I was talking about. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Maybe it's just the vampire for Sesame Street that does that. Oh, I'm a wrist. <laughs> oh, that's not that wee bracelet. Oh my God, it's a... No, but it's one of the ones that you put on your mate, like, you make a wish and when it snaps, your wish might come through. What did you wish for? If I tell you it won't come through. It will, because it snapped. I won't. Well, anyway, anyway, that's the end of the episode. That is a lot maybe vampire. Here, wait, fucking go. If any of you peeps have been to lot maybe? If any of you peeps have seen the castle, the ruins, or if you've even seen the vampire, the ooh, the vampire. Let us know, scottishandscared at gmail dot com, or scottishandscaredpod on Insta. Go follow us over there, guys. We really appreciate it. And get in touch if you have any ghost stories. In, Anything supernatural, creepy, paranormal, I want to cab, as my mum likes to say. Mm-hmm. And that's it. So let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Keep the heat. Oh, God. Right, guys, stay weird, stay scared. Love you. See you next one. Bye.